Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile sometimes. <laughs> and mine being the hopeless romantic all the time. <laughs> My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight we are going to be taking a look at Autumn in the City. Yes, our final fall into love movie. And we have another one that is actually in the fall. Yeah, no. Or, this, or supposed to be. It's supposed to be in the fall. I don't think it was because when they were in uh, the Central Park area, uh, a lot of green leaves over there. But they, No, none of these are actually filmed in the fall, but I'm saying the movie is supposed, it's supposed to take place in the fall. There has to be a world where maybe they start filming these in the appropriate time of year somehow, right? Because it takes two weeks to, to actually film them. And then maybe like a month to edit and get everything done. I'm, I'm just sort of guessing here. There has to be a way to do this. Yeah, I feel like we had a bit of this conversation with Paul Campbell about, you know, they're trying to get these movies done, maybe not as many, so they can actually yeah. film them, you know, closer to the times Quality when they're supposed to be. Quality over quantity. <laughs> yeah. Which is something we're going to talk about tonight. But we do actually have some fall leaves, uh, and the fall leaves actually play a pretty important part in the, uh, the sort of love story here, so it was nice to see that. Yeah, they may not look very real, but they are fall leaves. But you know what did look real was your feelings for this movie, Stephanie, so let's, let's dive right in. What did you think of this film? Is this, is this film going to be one that you have on, and you're like, you know, staring, like, I'm talking inches from the screen, oh. staring directly at it for the entire two hours, or... Maybe this is one you just have on in the background while you're raking leaves outside, you know, on your portable TV that we talk about so often. Or maybe you don't want to ever see this one again. How did you feel about Autumn in New York? Well... I'm sorry, Autumn in the City. Not We don't say New York here. Autumn in the City. Well, it is New York, or supposed to be. Again, there's a lot of supposed to be's in this movie, but I don't think I've ever watched a movie inches from the screen. And if I did, you should worry about me. That hurts your eyes. And yet now we have phones. I mean, I don't know about you, but my parents would always tell me to, you know, get away from the, the screen. Well, a phone is not as large as our TV screen. Okay, <laughs> so that's true. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. know if I would get much out of that. But to answer your question, Hamilton, um, well, I feel like... This movie, so for those that don't know, we don't talk about these movies beforehand. So mm -hmm. we get each other's perspective. It's like fresh, you know, we're just we can fine. react in yeah. real time. New brand new information for both of us. Uh, but I feel like for this one, we we were both pretty vocal without really saying words. Our um, body language body while, we, <laughs> while we were watching this film, our body language was everywhere. Of how we felt about this movie. So I don't think it will come as a surprise to you when I say that I would not watch what? this movie again. Sadly, uh, you know, I thought we were going to go out with a bang. But instead we went out with a womp womp. Ooh, oh, that is, that feels harsh. The old, <laughs> the old womp womp. Um, I feel like they should have ended the series with pumpkin everything yeah and i mean it's in, it's in the title before. yeah it's in the title this one had potential you know it had amy teagarden in it it was an actually like actually in the autumn you know autumn in the city sounds like a great title you know i i expected more from it mm -hmm. and and there was just 
just something missing. Like there were beats here and there that I kind of enjoyed and we'll talk about them. But as a whole, this movie just did not work for me. And I'm pretty positive. I know that you felt the same, but maybe you'll surprise me. There will be no surprises here tonight because I, like yourself, did not enjoy this movie and, and I hate it. I hate it so much because, I mean, we, we say this all the time when, when a movie just doesn't, you know, vibe as, as the youth says today. Um, I mean, I, I love Amy T. Garden. She, she, uh, she's great. I, I think I've liked every film that she's been in. This is the first one for me where her character is extremely flawed. I mean, it just, it just does not work. And I, I, and you can hear it in my voice, the pain that I'm expressing right now. Um, and so it just, it's just unfortunate because I think there's, like you said, there's some elements here that I think could have gone really well. Um, but the, the plot and I think the story here is, it's just too, um, too old hallmark for me. Like it just didn't, it didn't take in, like it doesn't, it's, it's almost like the movie was almost insulting to the viewer. Like they don't give the viewer enough credit in this film. And I don't like that. You know, I don't like feeling like that. And so for me, this is going to be a no, a no show, for, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, there definitely was a lot that didn't quite make sense in this movie. And, and we can, and we can deal with a lot of that when it comes to Hallmark, because it is very like, you know, idealistic. And yeah. I love those. We're, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's positive And, you know, that's why we go to Hallmark, but there was just so much in this one that I couldn't even like, it was just kind of just ridiculous. It was but, so unreal. That's yeah. what it is. It was so unrealistic, even taking to the account of like the, the sort of the hallmark veneer of positivity, which again, we enjoy. It just, it went beyond that to the absurd. And so, and on top of that, we had some technical issues. It's just, it's a mess guys. I'm sorry. It's, it's a mess for me. <laughs> Um, well, let me give a quick plot summary. Please do. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I heard you <laughs> clacking away earlier, so let's, let's hear this. For those that may have not seen it, and you might not want to see it after our review, but you may want to see it because of our review. Who knows? Sometimes, you know, it'll, it can go either way. Piper moves to New York City to find her calling and meets Austin, a writer who lives across the hall. They become friends, and Austin finds out that Piper has a talent in illustration. She helps him with the art for his children's book, realizing her doodles may be more than just a hobby and her time spent with Austin may be more than just friendship. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. That's, I like the doodles. The doodles almost threw me for a second. <laughs> well, they, I think they call them doodles in, in the movie. I think she so. does. It's just a hobby for her. Don't worry about this. It's just a hobby. Just a hobby. She does it all the time There's no in this way. movie. There's no. no way you could, you know, make drawing and art or art a, a career. Not, I, I don't know. I don't know what my passion is. She says while constantly doodling in every single scene. Oh man. Um, but yes, that was a great plot summary as per usual. You know, like we said before, we have uh, Amy T. Garden, who, again, I, I'm pretty sure I've really enjoyed every single movie she's been in. I think about New Year's Resolution, which is one of my personal favorites. She was absolutely fantastic in that. Um, yeah, and we loved her in my Christmas family tree. Oh, that was great, too. Yeah, she. I would go so far to say that she is a delight. I would use the word. I would use the D word, a delight. Yes. Um, and so 
again, like I, I said earlier, I was really looking forward to this one too because of her. Um, but she plays Piper mm-hmm. and you mentioned a little bit about her character, which I think we will both uh, be on the same page with her character. And again, nothing, this has nothing to do with Amy Teagarden is the, is the way her character was written. Um, this character was just, and, and you mentioned that she was flawed and we do say a lot that we like flawed characters, but this was, this was like unbelievable. Like her character just felt so unbelievable to me. And at parts, like I wanted to relate with her because mm-hmm. there, the theme of it was very relatable. Yeah. But finding, how, your, finding your passion. Yeah. Finding your drive in life. But how they went about it was just bonkers. Absurd. Bonkers and absurd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally agree. Um, but we have a newcomer to Hallmark, Evan Roderick, who mm. plays Austin. And if only he had, you know, a better movie to, oh, to debut. Awesome. Yeah. I really, I really liked him. I loved him. For I, what, for what he brought to the movie, I, I enjoyed him. I felt like this man carried this movie on his shoulders, him and, uh, two supporting cast as well, who we'll get into as well. But he was absolutely fantastic. He seemed to fall into this role. He was giving it his all out there. Uh, I, I really really want to see him in a better film. Please, Hallmark, put this man on the screen for me again. Yeah. Put him and Amy again together yeah. with a, like a better story, a better script, I yeah. think. Because I felt, like I said, there was potential. But for whatever reason, I didn't feel... I didn't feel the chemistry like I like I should have, like I wanted to between these two. She was too it, busy following her, her it, dreams in the big city. It felt like these two would have been perfect. Like I know. I felt like they all the elements were there and then just somehow they just did not connect into each other. I want to, I want to talk to you about why those connections didn't happen because I, I don't know. I have some theories, but we will, as we always say, we will dive into it. Um, but let's talk about our meet cute, um, we have like multiple meet cutes here. Yeah. They meet each other before they actually meet each other. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. A glance, a passing glance on the, the busy streets of New York. Uh, and of course it's not a good it's not a good one because he um in quotes steals her taxi, which she thinks he does, but to him he's just getting the taxi getting that the taxi. he waved in. Yeah. But I thought this was a cute a cute thing. Um that so she's like renting this apartment and sub subletting her this apartment and he so happens to live across the hall Mm -hmm. and apparently he was having like a little thing with the girl that lived there that was cool yeah that was a nice touch that was yeah they i mean he comes over at 9 p.m with a bottle of wine i think we can all insinuate what's going on there yeah some Uh, some netflix and chill oh wow (laughs) i don't think anyone says that anymore i think especially now it's over we we've we've destroyed that um but no honestly that to me was a little risque um, and I appreciated seeing can we that. Say, can we say booty call on our podcast? Oh, I almost, oh. my heart fluttered <laughs> when you said that. My heart actually fluttered. Uh, we Do we cannot, have to put an explicit yeah, we're um, beeping on, that on this out. episode? I'm sorry for our, our longtime <laughs> listeners. I don't know what's going on with Stephanie tonight. Uh, but no, there was some innuendo there. And so that was kind of funny. But uh, let's go back to the actual taxi thing. She has, you know... A stack full of, of multicolored drinks. I can't, I can't talk about this scene. It is. I mean... This is where I dropped out. I said, nope, I, I can't like this movie. There's, it, there's no reason to like this it movie. It was ridiculous. I mean, she's 
precariously carrying the, these drinks. We know it's going to happen. We all know it's going to happen. And I thought it was going to be on him, but then it becomes on the dresses, and it's just it's painful to watch this this first scene. Whoever, okay, I don't live in New York, but please tell me if you listen to this podcast and you live in New York City, is, is this are these the drink carriers that they are giving you? Yeah. for your many drinks. Um, I didn't understand what she was carrying them in. First of all, like it was just a box. Like yeah. I don't, I didn't understand how that was a an actual legitimate drink carrier. Um, second of all, even if it was, let's just, you know, hypothetically say this was a real drink carrier that people actually give to customers, um, to carry their drinks in. Why would you hold them that way? Like on top of each other, like it just, it may. I, I can tell you're getting angry just it, reliving this scene. This scene That's all I could you. think about. I couldn't even like painful. enjoy the fact that, you know, he took her taxi. I just was like. I was flabbergasted yeah. at these drink carriers. Am I am I the only one? I I've never seen a drink carrier that's just a box. Like that there's no there's no proper way to but hold But Stephanie, that. how else is she going to spill it either on him or the I, dresses or, or on herself? I know, I know. I mean, we got to get the gags in somehow. Um But that's where it started for me. I mean, it probably started before that, but I just I couldn't at that I just couldn't get past that. It started for me I knew I was in trouble. Well, the previews because of the lighting, which I'm about to talk about. Um, but the font that comes up in the beginning of the film. Oh, no. I I mean, y'all know I, I used to be a graphic designer. And so I'm, I'm big on font. I'm always looking at fonts. And, you know, I can give, you know, some leeway to, to Hallmark every once in a while. But this font just did not fit. And as soon as I saw that, I, I think I let out an audible, an audible groan. <laughs> I think we both went, ugh. Yeah. So it was, we haven't talked about font in a minute. And because they've you, been okay. I mean, they've honestly, I feel like they've been getting better, but this one was, was not good. Um, for, for our longtime listeners, you will remember we have had some conversations about font, uh, before and you know, they get pretty heated. Uh, <laughs> very heated. We're, we're big on fonts here. Big but we, there here. hasn't really been too big of an issue with any of the fonts no, lately. They've been okay. But they've, the minute yeah. you are right we both let out like an uh like just knew i was like no 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 this is all wrong yeah um, so you're right it did start from the very beginning but honestly the previews because you know i'm looking at lighting obviously when it when it comes on and right away i could see that we're dealing with some high key lighting what i mean by that is they're essentially just blasting light into the scene and they're not shaping it at all and so what we're seeing on their faces in these interiors is just shadowless flat faces and it's not very attractive. It doesn't look professionally done. It's just, it's not appealing to the eye. And and it just kills me because, I mean, you guys know, I just, I love that kind of light shaping on people's faces. And so it wasn't here at all. Um, and the only time we do get some, some really nice lighting is the exteriors. And so we do get some of that shaping in some of the outside scenes. And I think overall, whenever they were outside walking down the street or in the Central Park, we do get this sense of, of real beauty there. And so I do applaud those exteriors, but the interiors were just not done well. And I, I don't know, for me, I look at this film and I'm thinking budget. I don't know if they had enough budget for this because when you see scenes like that, that's the first thing that comes to mind is they didn't have time or they didn't have budget. Yeah, I felt like, yeah, I kind of noticed and a lot of the the leaves even in the movies looked yeah. fake to me. Um, like they were plastic, you know, I don't know 
you know much about budget and things like that no. but <laughs> well it could have it could have been rushed i mean they could have been trying to get it in it's the last one right so maybe they were rushed and maybe they were just trying to get it in under the wire because something felt felt off to me in terms of in terms of the in terms of the lighting and in terms of some of the the sets of yeah this de- this movie definitely felt like it was it was one maybe that was rushed through because mm-hmm. they, i felt like had they given it a little more time to breathe, like maybe worked on some of the story a little better, like maybe it would have worked better. Um, but it definitely felt like some corners were cut. Yeah. And we talked, you know, when we talked to some of these actors, a lot of them say that they spend time with their counterparts going over the script, going over the lines, being like, Oh, this doesn't make sense. Let's change this here. I felt like this didn't happen at all for the script. I felt like they just went for it. And again, I think it's time. You know, I think we're kind of coming to the heart of it. I think it comes down to time because it didn't feel like any lines were changed. It didn't feel like any um, realness kind of was brought into the characters. Yeah, I think it was missing some authenticity, which yeah, is... Yeah, that's a great... Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is a big thing to, to make a story believable. But, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, when we're talking about, we're, you know, harping on... A lot, a lot of the things that didn't make sense. But, you know, her whole thing was that she wanted to go to New York City to find her calling, which I'm right. all for. Like, going to the big city. I mean, one of my all-time favorite TV shows is Felicity. And this girl, you know, follows a boy there. And she's, like, you know, trying to find herself in New York City. You see it all the time in the movies. And, and, I, and I love that story. It's very, like, romanticized. And I'm here for it. But for, for this in particular, she has found her calling. And this is what is so frustrating for someone who relates to a character that is kind of like, feels like, you know, she even says in the movie, like, I feel like I'm kind of just floundering around or bobbing around, like not knowing, like directionless. Like she doesn't really know, you know, what she wants to do. And I can definitely relate with that. Um, And, you know, working lots of jobs and trying to find something that sticks and that feels like you're like making a difference or something like that. But the, the thing that really bugged me was that she she has it. She knows what her path, or I mean, she doesn't know, but we all see it. Like all she does is draw in her little notebook constantly. 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 That's like she's doing it all the time. And as someone who cannot draw, I would think that if I was her, I would be like, yeah, I'm pretty good at this. You know, like I'm not bad. Like I know what I'm doing. Um if this is what you do all the time and this is what makes you happy, like, does she not know that that's a career? It's just a hobby. That's what made me so confused was like, she, it was like, she, she was clueless for a lot of things in the movie, but especially like to think, Oh, maybe drawing is, could be a career. Well, that's what this movie felt very outdated to me because Mm -hmm. of this idea. You know, we have the, the small town girl in the big city which, you know, just a small town girl living in a lovely world. All right. Uh, I had but, to. I just. But yeah. we, we had that sort of uh, that old sort of stereotype, that old stereotypical story. And that, that's fine if you want to do that. But give me something fresh. Um, the thing that really bothered me is they kept saying that, you know, oh, well, I can't make any money with art. There's no career in art. That, that is such an old way of thinking. There is so much money to be made in art, especially these days. And so the movie just felt out of time and out of place. Like it felt like in the early 2000s, I think they call them the aughts now. Um, it felt like in the early aughts, this movie should have come out. And so that sort of, 
sort of, it's almost insulting the artist and it was just, it was messy, but that, that really bothered me. That really bothered me. Yeah. And the, the other thing was like, so she's like temping and she's like quitting these jobs after one day. And that really bothered me too. Or getting fired. Or getting fired because it's like, you can't know, like if you really think you were directionless and you have no idea, you can't quit something after a day like you have to kind of see it through for a while to see maybe this could lead to something else. Or maybe, you know, you meet someone at this job that could, you know, tell you about another job or something like you don't just quit after a day. And my thing was, I was really confused was how is she living in New York city anyway, quitting all of these jobs? Did did I miss something that she has like a bunch of money saved up that she can live there for two months? Well, she's because she's like she said she found like a great deal from one of her There's Zoom no friends. Way. I There's know, no way. I I look, I am I am right there with you. I mean, that was probably the most unbelievable thing of all that she could afford that apartment without a like a real I, job. I I agree with you. The thing that even bothered me further was we have this museum scene, right? Where she becomes like a tour guide and she crushes it her first day. You know, she helps out this kid. She She crushes it. They make it seem like she crushes it. Oh, she crushed it. That kid and his shark, so happy. Um, And again, that's so stereotypical too. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, And so the the manager comes up at the end and is like, hey, we actually have a position open, a full-time position that doesn't come open often but we want you for it i've known you all of maybe five minutes but you helped out that kid you have this position and she turns it down and i i just i i didn't i didn't know what to do at that point i was like this makes absolutely no sense but then she takes the full-time position with the broadway star which doesn't it just i'm sorry guys i just i can't i can't yeah her choices did not make sense she was a character that it was hard to like her because I feel like it felt very like privileged. Like she, I didn't, I don't yeah. know how she got her money in the first place to stay there, but the fact that she could like turn down these jobs and no, that's okay. I'm good. I'm just going to go sit in the park all day and draw. Like, where are you making your money that you can turn down these jobs? You know, when other people would probably like kill to have it's, that job. It, you're right. It's, you're, it is privileged and it's insulting. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. The privilege thing kind of comes through. Um, and so it just, it made me sad because I wanted to like this character, but there was, there's just no, no way I could do that. Yeah. It's like, these are hard times, Piper, like, come on, get it together. Um, and so I can understand her parents' frustration. You know, every time they call, like, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm with them. Like, I get it. Like, well, I want her to follow her dreams, but she's not really doing anything. Well, yeah, exactly. And what's so weird about the parents, I'm glad you brought the parents up. We talked to them twice. I think it's twice in this film. Both times, they are in a sitting car, not going anywhere. It is the weirdest thing for some reason. They're, they're out and about. They got things to do, and they're just like, oh, I'm going to They're in a park. In they're call. in a park car, and they're, they might even be wearing the same outfits both times. It is just the strangest thing. I I don't know why they did that. They Maybe they couldn't. Again, I think it comes down to budget. They couldn't afford to get like a, a parental house for these scenes. And so they're like, you know what? We're going to put you in a car on the street and film you there. 
Like you can see they're cutting corners here and it becomes very obvious. Well, the location though itself, I did enjoy because they filmed it, which forgive me if I'm wrong, but I really don't think I am. The exact location where they filmed Just One Kiss. It looked very similar. The same exact apartment. Uh, apartment. The rooftop. When she walks into the apartment, I'm like, that was yeah. her apartment in Just One Kiss. Yeah. Like that's the, the walls. It was the same texture, the same color. Even like the city walks that they're on, mm-hmm. they're Just One Kiss. I'm pretty like 99.9% sure it's the exact same location. Um, Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because you can tell a difference that lighting and design, set design, make in these films because that movie was lit beautifully. Look at the difference between those two and you can tell what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I am the romantic here. So I I don't want to say there was no romance in here because there was a little. There were scenes here and there that were definitely set up for romance. And some of them worked for me and most of them didn't. But there was one thing in the movie that was probably my favorite part of the movie that I did really like, um, where they have this little kind of ongoing thing with the leaves. You know, she's talking about how, oh, look at these leaves. Because apparently he's like, oh, this typical New Yorker who doesn't, although he doesn't have a New York accent. accent. Where's that beautiful accent? Who doesn't like New York, um, which I don't know if that's still a stereotype again dated that oh all new yorkers have to hate everything but they have like a little back and forth where you know he thinks he tries to kick the leaves out there's a a cute uh line where he's like why don't you go frolic in a pile of leaves before i kick them out of the way or something like (laughs) that and that made me smile and then i like that she like puts a leaf on his door and it's like the little back and forth with them with the leaves and on their apartment doors and shit. Yeah, that was cute. That was, was prob- that was probably cute. the cutest scene in there. And I, I think I actually chuckled when I, yeah. when I saw like the pile of leaves. You yeah, know? it was super cute. Um, and, you know, I feel like their back and forth, you know, was pretty cute. Again, I think it comes down to a lot of like story and script with this one um, and maybe lighting for you. But it just, I, I wanted more. Like I wanted more of the back and forth. I wanted... I don't know, but I, it never fully got there for me. Yeah. Um, you know, they have like a little picnic. Uh, it should have been super, that scene should have been super cute. It should have been. It started off great. I mean, I was like, oh, this is really cool. There's like a delivery picnic service and, you know, their friends at the coffee shop, like set them up and, and we'll get, we'll get to the coffee shop too. Cause again, saving grace here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the picnic scene just didn't do for me. It was lit beautifully you know we again exteriors and we had the leaves in the background giving some beautiful kind of bokeh out colors there so that was great that was and great. she says something like oh leave all the stinky cheeses for me or something which that kind of made me laugh because i like i'm i'm usually i like the stinky <laughs> cheeses but i just uh, yeah i don't know what it was it just didn't work for me like i wasn't like the leaf thing was about the extent of my smiling and feeling like romantic feels for these two. I think, I think when we don't like the main character, it's very hard to have any sort of romance. Maybe. Yeah. Because I did really like Austin. I really did like Austin. I did too. Um, Kind of his struggles, you know, that was, that was fine. And he had like this sort of personality that I wasn't expecting. And, Again, it didn't always work because I think of script and things like that. But I felt like there was so much potential with him that I kept thinking like, oh, man, I want to see him again, like in another movie. Um, Because he did have like a sort of wit about him that Mm -hmm. was like fresh. and. But it wasn't annoying. It wasn't overbearing or annoying because you can really throw that in there. He had like the perfect... Perfect little spice. Perfect little spice there. 
but even his storyline, like with the <laughs> with the squirrel book. What the squirrel just magic? Come on, what what do you have against squirrels following their dreams? I don't, I don't, but I don't know. It's like the scene where he was like writing about it. It just I was laughing to myself. Like I don't I don't know. I feel like you know we've seen squirrels squirrels in in books before in New York City, but. Uh, it didn't feel like super fresh to me, and like the publishers, like we ha- we don't have anything like this on the docket. A squirrel <laughs> and nuts. Oh my god! In New York City. <laughs> um, no, that scene when he's writing and he's like, yeah, and then and then he's on with the the shoes that can make him fly. Yeah, okay, and just that <laughs> it was so intense, and like he was really like going for it, and it, it, it was, gave me a chuckle. Yeah, it, it was cute. But um, I will give a positive. I will give a positive for, for this. I think the outfits were super cute. I especially loved Austin's outfits. I, so, oh, yeah. Costuming was yeah. great. Again, costuming for me is all about making sure it doesn't look like you just went to Target right before you started shooting. Um, and yeah, I think she even wore the same jacket twice, um, which is what a normal human would do. So I thought costuming is great. I loved Austin's outfits, especially he had like a cute little tie. Um, so great job on costuming. Yeah. And I think what you've been trying to get at, there were two su- supporting cast members. Yes. That, finally, let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. And even, but even these didn't like fully work for me because I felt again, I felt like everything was there. Like there yeah. was there was we had good actors we had a you know a baseline of like a story that could have been better but then all the like details didn't fully work um but yeah our two uh coffee shop owners will and toby they they were pretty fun i i i enjoyed them um and I felt like, yeah, they were a nice, like, refreshing part uh, for the movie. I, I'll say this. I looked forward to their scenes because it, it would give me something here, you know. Um, so I, I'm glad they had them in there. Uh, I like the coffee shop. I like the idea that, you know, he was a uh, an account firm manager or something. And he followed his dreams. And he followed his dreams. Yeah, they were funny. They had some funny parts. Um, so I liked them that, you know, these were, like, the first people she befriends. Yeah there and it's sort of like her favorite like her safe haven and it's austin's too and that was cute yeah but what i don't like is how she was just gonna dip on the birthday party oh my gosh you've like converted me i guess i speak like you now i literally have in my notes she i have dip like her <laughs> dipping on the birthday party made do you really me, have a dip i do it made me so mad that she <sighs> dipped on the birthday guys party. i work i work with people that are 20 years old all day you know uh 40 hour weeks you know sometime longer with 20 year olds so you know the the vernacular sometimes you know drips into my conversation apparently it's it's coming coming for stephanie too so that's good to see <laughs> is it but she dips she, she dips. dips. On that They've party. been planning this birthday party for her for since she got there. Weeks. Two months. Yeah. No, two. It's been two months. It's been two months. They've yeah. Been planning this birthday and party. she's just like, I'm gonna peace out before. Uh, I couldn't say dip again. Oh, before, I, I saw it before the party. It was very sad to see. Just ungrateful, Piper. I, I just couldn't. If you needed any more reason to dislike this character, that's that's the main reason. And then she has them watch her luggage. Like, oh, yeah, can you watch this luggage for yeah. a few hours, too? Like, Piper. That's why I felt like her character was just so, like... Oblivious. 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 A naive or something. I don't know. And it's not like she's 20. Like, she's ready to turn 30. I feel like, you know... And she wasn't really good at any of the jobs that she did. She didn't really seem... 
it seemed like she was trying really hard, but not doing anything. <laughs> I And I don't know how that's Look, possible. She nailed that museum job, all right? After five minutes, that director was like, you, we need you here. I was almost like, wait, there is a shark exhibit? Like, I thought she was lying. Like, I didn't know. That. What if she was? What if she was just lying to that kid? And then her mom and kid go up there and there are no sharks, no hammerheads for the little Johnny. Like, ah, goodness. Yeah, it was, it was kind of painful to watch her, you know, do these jobs, but... Um, and it's funny because I'm sure some of you out there listening know how how much I hate these sort of follow your dreams kind of things. When <laughs> it, and that's what this movie was. So it, this movie was basically my nightmare. In, in yeah, realized. but I really thought for a moment there, I was like, I think you actually might get your dream movie here. So here's here's the thing: her dreams I mean, are not gonna come. Let's through. go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and talk about the ending here. Um, so here's the thing: for me, this movie has one of the best endings. If you end it when she's at the coffee shop about to leave with her luggage and she goes back home. <laughs> so this movie ends there for me. That's where this movie ends for me. And if you do that, I think this movie has a very realistic ending because honestly, I mean, she's not that good. When she dips before the birthday party? When she dips before the birthday party. Um, I think that's where the movie ends. She goes back home and she goes and sits in the car with her parents. So that's, I mean, that's kind of where the movie ends for me is her leaving. The, the next, you know, mess that happens after this, it, it, I f- I've forgotten about all that. I've forgotten all about that. Well, you know, as, as unrealistic as this movie was, I did find it realistic, uh, that part that the publisher didn't want to go with her drawings and yeah. that, that museum uh, art gallery was like, yes. no, when he was like, these right. are sweet, but not for this. I would and never put this on my sense. wall. Look, yeah. at, look at the work that's in this gallery. Abstract work, modern abstract Fine work. art. Yeah. There's no way that her yes. and that's when I was like, drawings would have worked in there. And when that started happening, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing it. They're not going to have her follow her dreams. This is going to, this is great. I'm so yeah. happy. And then, and then she storms into this publisher's office. And let's, oh, let's, let's talk, talk about, talk about cringe. Thank thank you. Cringe. Uh, again, the youth, the, we're trying guys. We're, we're trying. trying to keep up. Uh, so, oh gosh, this hurts. So I feel like this was a bad message that they were putting yes, out. You have, you have, it's not because uh, I can't even get my words out. So first of all, there's going to be a secretary Well, there's security. There's a secretary everyone at a big publishing house or even a small publishing house, you're going to have a secretary. The fact that she just walks in unannounced is so uh, insulting to us, to her, to everyone. And then she's like, no, really look at them. I know you don't know me, but really look at them. Like that, that never works. Like what? Yeah. There is one thing about championing, championing. I can't say that word. Championing, championing. yourself. I can't say it. Champi- it's hard. Champ- championing, championing yourself. Wow. And then also being super aggressive and holding someone hostage. Yeah, basically. So you're gonna get rejected, Piper. And this doesn't mean you're not talented, but it doesn't mean your art is gonna work for everyone. Right. And this publisher said, "No, this is what we do, and we're gonna go with someone else." So it's not like a slight at you saying you're not good, you're not talented. It's saying this just doesn't work for us at this time. Yeah. So, and that's going to happen and that's okay. Yeah. But for her, like you said, to come in and hold this woman hostage and be like, you're going to look at these, but, and I'm not going anywhere. Like, I just felt like that was really cringe. That was really like not a great message to put forth. Like you can fight for yourself 
and your worth but that didn't seem like the right way to go about it any and i don't think that woman would have been that nice about it either no no and that, that's what i was about to say you know I, I work with art directors all day and if i was to ever do that i mean it i, I can't or if someone came to me like that like i just i don't even know what i'd say i'd be like are you, are you kidding me right now like it just it's it, you're right it sends the wrong message to all those hopefuls out there um, and that's, I mean, that's what publishers do. They're going to pair, you know, a, a new author with a more established illustrator to bring in some name recognition be, because that's how you sell books. Um, and it also, I think, kind of insults people that do the right thing, in my opinion, and, and get your name established out there. Start going out there. Start showing your work. Start working. You know, you have to kind of build that up. You can't just walk first, into the scene and yeah. force yourself onto it. Yeah. The first place you send your art to for, you know, that you don't get it, you're going to cry about, you know, it's like, yeah, you can cry about it, but then move on and go to someone else. So it's like, she just wasn't taking no for an answer, which I get what they were trying to do, but I didn't, I didn't love I mean, how they did you, it. you're so, you can get a job anywhere apparently, uh, cause people want to hire you. So it's not like you're, you're out on the streets and that's, that's also, and again, I think it goes back to privileged. I think you, you said it beautifully yeah. that this whole movie is about her feeling privileged and, and just taking what she wants and not putting in the effort or the work for it and just expecting things to come to her. And it was infuriating. And Yeah. You're moving to New York City, girl. You got to put in your dues. Yeah. And she didn't want to do that. And so, yeah, I just, I yeah, her character was just kind of. And I know people are probably like, oh my gosh, this is a Hallmark movie. You guys are like totally tearing this apart. But again, that's what we do. So it is a Hallmark movie, but we also want to like the characters and feel like there's some believability. Yeah. And the thing about saying it's a Hallmark movie, if you are saying that, Hallmark has come such a long way yeah. in what they do and in representation and the stories they tell and in all of that. And I love it. And so to see something that is such a step backwards for us, and it really does feel like they are insulting the audience, it, it breaks my heart because I wanted this last one to just come out in full fall flavor, uh, you know, pumpkin spice latte all over me. And oh. <laughs> what we what we got was just something that just really missed the mark. And the more I talk about it with you and how upset we are about it, I really do think it comes down to to budget and, and being rushed. And so... Um, and so, yeah, because the conflict here is... Oh, the, talk about... I was really going to be furious wild. if Go. Austin was going to turn down this book deal that he's actually been, you know, putting in the work for. He's been writing this book, I don't know how long. Yeah, working um, on it. You know, and he knows what his passion is, and this is what he wants to do. And he was going to turn it down for a girl that he, like, just met like weeks ago i don't know two i guess it's been two months uh because they didn't want to use her drawings and i get that he liked the way they looked with his book but it's like dude well, you, it's weird this he, is your chance but he, he really didn't he didn't push for it much and that's what was so weird to me is because i thought he was going to push for her a lot harder than he did um but he kind of he kind of backed down, and then he doesn't tell her right away either, which was very uncomfortable because they're all celebrating at the coffee shop, and it it just was weird he didn't tell her right away because that's an easy conversation to have and be like, look, I know you put a lot of work into this, but they're you know going to go with a different illustrator, but they have your drawings and they're going to work with you for a different book, you know, something like that. Yeah, like, he was being a little scaredy cat. I mean, yeah, it, that's true. It did make it look bad that he kept it from her, but 
I guess it didn't matter because she went and tore that door down. <laughs> uh, yeah, what, what, what is the, if you, you, yeah, you're right. You tear the door down. You make, ah, oh, man. Which I know, I get what they were saying. It is a lot harder for women, you know, and I understood what they were trying to do. But again, I just personally, me, did not like how they went about it. And, you know, the romance, again, it just didn't do it for me in this movie. They, so yeah, she tears the door down. She gets the deal. They get to, you know, do the book together, which is wonderful. But we we get a fast forward. Well, we get a kiss. We get a kiss. Do we get a kiss before the fast forward? Yeah, door? they are on the streets, and it is a steamy kiss. Oh. There's some hand on There's the face. There's no steam. Sorry. There's no kiss in this movie that... <laughs> I could have saved <laughs> ...that got any steam. Maybe the steam after the water was poured onto the campfire. <laughs> they um, they all got wet campfire for me. If you've been following along with my campfire kissing uh, rating campfire series. Campfire kissing rating system. The, the, only, the only podcast where you'll get the campfire kissing rating system. <laughs> Yes, and this one was a wet campfire for me. Maybe it had been more if I had enjoyed the rest of the movie, but when the kiss comes, I wasn't, I didn't care, is is just the God's honest truth there. So I'm sorry if, if y'all were looking for something more mm. from me. But then we get a fast forward a year, which I don't think we needed. Like we, we knew what was going to happen. Like I, I don't think this scene Did is Did anyone needed. want a fast forward? I don't think if so. If you wanted a fast forward a year later, let us know. Let us know. Uh, and then it's really weird because it looks like he's almost going to propose to her. And I was like, well, I guess that's why they have the fast forward, but we don't even get a proposal. Um, just very strange way to end it. And we also end on a freeze frame, which is something like a personal thing that I just, I dislike. I, it's just goofy. Well, and... I don't usually like it either, but they ended pumpkin everything on a freeze frame and I loved it. Like it was, that was done in, a, in a great yeah, way. Yeah, you're right. But normally, typically I don't enjoy freeze frame. It is very cheesy. It it's seems old. Very, again, very dated. Yeah, it's yeah. old. It's an old way to end a film. And, um, and yeah, so that just, it kind of fell flat again. Uh, they didn't stick the landing, uh, or the beginning or the middle. <laughs> Except for that leaf bit. That leaf, leaf bit, bit was yeah. golden. It was good. So, I mean, I know we've been harping on this one, guys, and I hate it because we hate not liking these movies. Um, but I think there we, you know, I think we've said a few good things that were here. But overall, um, I, I think you, Hallmark needs to kind of reconsider rushing films because what happens is we get something like this, which which hurts your brand overall. Um, and so it sounds like they might be taking steps towards that, but. Definitely, if this film had more time to bake, almost like that pumpkin bread, um, <laughs> I, I think we would have had something here. It did make me want to go to that cafe and try that pumpkin yeah, bread. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so yeah, unfortunately, this is a it's a big no for me. I feel like I'm on like on the uh, we've been watching a lot of The Voice. I'm like, no, this is this is gonna be a no for me, dog. Well, that was American Idol, but it's the same good thing. good try. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and like I like I said, the all the elements were there. We had. There, it it should have worked, y'all. It should have worked, and I hate that it didn't, um, because I really wanted to like this one. And I think also coming off the heels of Pumpkin Everything, one Ooh. that like blew me away that I was not expecting, and yeah. then this one I was expecting more from it. So I think that had a lot to do with it, maybe. Um, but let us know what you thought about Autumn in the City. Maybe you loved it. If you didn't feel the same way that we do, please let us know. Yeah, I'd be curious. If you, if you, maybe if, you could change your minds. Probably not, but 
you know. Well, I just like discussing it. So, like, if you know, if you did love this film, tell me why you loved it, because I'm always open. Yeah, I'm not a a rock. I'm not a rock. I'm not. You're a, my rock. I'm your rock. <laughs> nice. Uh, my my opinions aren't set in stone. That's what I was looking for. Um, so if you did like this, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Drop us a line on our socials. Let us know what you guys think. Um, but really, guys, thank you so much for for listening in, tuning in. Uh, it's about to get a whole lot Christmassier in here. Christmassier. Pumpkins coming down. That could be another thing too. Like I'm just ready for Christmas. Like I'm kind Maybe of over. So. I've realized <laughs> in doing these reviews all the time, like Christmas is. I mean, obviously, but Christmas is where my heart is. Yeah. The the other movies, you know, here and there, like there's one that I'm like, oh, that was really good. But my heart is always yearning for Christmas, Hallmark Christmas movies. I mean, that's where the magic is. And so I think I was just kind of like, let's just get over with these fall <laughs> ones. Like, give me Christmas. Give me Christmas. Now. You're ready for Christmas. So I'm very ready for Christmas and I mean, bear with us, y'all. We are not we are not making that bold statement like we did last year where we were like, we're gonna do all these movies. Like that's not gonna happen. I'm just we're just warning you. You're gonna get what you're gonna get. You're gonna get what you're gonna, you're gonna get. get. What you're gonna get. And that's and that's why you come to us. But we're gonna get to the ones that I think mostly that we're really looking forward to. Yeah. And we might have a poll here and there. We'll, like, we'll get to the big ins. We'll get yeah. to the big ins. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. We're going to do three wise men and a baby. Don't you worry. Wouldn't that be funny if we didn't? Wouldn't it be ha-ha hilarious if we were just like, you know what? We're skipping this one. <laughs> we just want to enjoy that one. We don't want to do gonna it. Review. We're not going <laughs> to um, But no, I'm very much looking forward to watching them, and I, I'm sure you all are the same. So. Well, you know, it's funny because you're, you're talking about, you know, throughout the year. Um, I actually, I think they've gotten better throughout the year. There are some that we've watched that, kind of for me i'm not as huge on christmas as you are that have almost equaled or surpassed some of the christmas films so i think hallmark has sort of raised their game on the non-christmas movies oh absolutely they have um but at the same time yeah there's nothing like a christmas yeah, yeah I know. there's yeah. nothing there's yeah. nothing like it but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in uh please make sure to like subscribe rate us please rate us tell your friends your family share us at the dinner table maybe your enemies too <laughs> yes maybe maybe that that would be actually pretty good uh but yeah thank you guys so much for listening thanks